Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Progressive Dog Podcast. My name is Nick Mercer. This is episode 106, and I'm with Bjorn Hazelquist. And he's actually from California, but we'll get into that later. But first, I'd like to talk to you about, first of all, about, about follow me on, asking you to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Concussion Talk. Uh, subscribe, rate, and view wherever you get your podcasts. And on the, the social media slash podcasting app, Good Pods. And, um, and, for, and then I'd like to, first, before I start talking to Bjorn, We'll like to pause for a second to hang my sponsor, HeadCheck Health. Concussion Talk Podcast is presented by HeadCheck Health. HeadCheck Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. To run organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada, who rely on HeadCheck Health to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadshakeHealth.com for more. Okay, uh, Bjorn, uh, thank you so much for joining me. And uh, before we get into, get into, into your story and why it's related to Strength and Pain Foundation, can you tell us about Strength and Pain Foundation and about your the summit you just held, summit on concussions and brain drain concussion in surfing. So uh, please, thank you so much. Sure, thank, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Um, yeah, back in 2010, I had my own surfing accident. Um, I was surfing pretty big waves down in San Diego in California, and I ended up getting inverted on a really big wave and getting smashed into the bottom of the ocean, basically head first. So I got really lucky I didn't die and didn't get paralyzed, but I did suffer a pretty significant um, traumatic brain injury from that experience. And after that happened, I suffered with post-concussive syndrome for close to five and a half years or so. Um, didn't get much direction from the traditional medicine and traditional doctors on what to do. And I finally found some relief um, doing hyperbaric oxygen therapy after about five and a half years. It finally relieved the bad headaches and the pressure inside my head and symptoms like that. So after that happened and a few years later, after I, I recovered a little bit and got better, um, I decided to start Strength and Pain Foundation which is just basically to spread um, education and awareness about about different alternative treatments that help people with post-concussive syndrome primarily, 
And we also step in financially and help people who um, can't afford the out-of-pocket costs. In the U.S., most of it isn't covered by insurance, all of these yeah. alternative treatments like um, hyperbaric oxygen therapy. So we'll step into people in need and, and provide them um, assistance with that too. But the foundation basically came from my accident and my experience um, just dealing with post-concussive syndrome for for over half of a decade, which was, it was a horrible experience, so. Yeah, imagine. Yeah, and definitely. So, and, oh, sorry, and so, and so this summit, so this summit was, was, was it's drawn by you, but by Strength the Pain Foundation about brain drinking and concussion and surfing. And uh, I personally don't know, I, I obviously see how brain injury can happen quite easily surfing, but, I don't know the whole the history behind it, but uh, just okay. Well, I guess we guess we'll start off with what the summit was actually like. What were the what was on the agenda for this summit? Um, basically, we wanted to, like I said before, spread awareness um, about these treatments, such as hyperbaric oxygen therapy or neurofeedback or different treatments that people would consider not evidence based and alternative treatments just because they are kind of the treatments that do help people um, who wind up getting the PCS, post-concussion syndrome symptoms. And it, I, I wanted to come from it as a standpoint of even doing preventative treatments too, because a lot of other athletes in other sports, that's what they're doing already, like NFL football players mm -hmm. and collegiate athletes here in California. A lot of their um, their athletic departments are just providing hyperbaric oxygen medicine to, to their athletes already. And they're doing it as preventative treatments if the athletes, especially the ones that play contact sports. So I was trying to promote that as a thing to do in surfing because um, surfers get smashed around a lot. Even if you don't have direct impact, like I had with the bottom of the ocean or you don't get hit by somebody else's board, you get thrashed around underwater a lot um, similar to just what, what soldiers would experience kind of in a war zone in a blast scenario where your brain get, just gets rattled around. If you're surfing really big waves, the same thing happens underwater. You, you'll get thrashed around pretty good. And if you do that repetitively over and over and over again, obviously there's going to be some form of risk for, for PCS or even CTE down the line too. So that, that was the whole point is, is trying to get it in surfers' minds to do that, do it more of as a preventative measure as well and you said it was before the podcast did it was a successful summit like you had a lot of oh people yeah yeah definitely we had more we had more people show up than what i thought and we had a bunch of people um tuning in online too i Excellent. i posted it on strength and pain foundation's instagram we did a live feed and then we posted it on our instagram and it, it was great it, we're gonna have to do another one probably next year um maybe at a bigger venue just to to have more people yeah. show up so I guess I'll get down. Could you just tell us? Well, no, I guess well tell us about your injuries and uh, and also about the serving the like the risks and serving like the most prominent brain injury, the way you get brain injured in serving, and the way and your injuries off. My injury, I I think my injury probably is pretty common hitting the bottom. Um, it'll happen a, a lot or or. Um, Getting hit by other people's boards or your own surfboard happens a lot too. I think those are predominantly probably the most common like direct impact blows to the head you can have surfing. 
And then also the other thing is the big wave surfers specifically, even if they don't have a lot of direct impacts, that, like I was just saying before, they are getting thrashed around underwater. Yeah, and I watched that, 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 that HBO series or something at least, they had the 100-foot wave. Yeah. And uh, I know they obviously that's extreme, but what they were doing, I, I guess, I mean, they're tight, it's extreme, but... Yeah, I've I've never personally been a big wave specific um, professional surfer, but I, I know some of those guys, and that is like a little niche in the surfing world where that's what they do. They just chase yeah. these giant waves around the world, and a lot of those guys nowadays. I mean, there's been a lot of awareness spread already, and they are kind of doing like hyperbaric oxygen therapy and other things as preventative stuff, just just because they know they are going to get pretty well blasted underwater when they're when they're um chasing waves of that size it's it's pretty crazy it's pretty intense what those guys yeah actually do so it was what happened what happened in your in your injury you said you but you were just on a you're in Burning california or did you were you actually you're in newport beach which i don't know what that is i mean i know it's near la but i mean or i assume it's near la but i don't i don't i say i don't know yeah, we're we're right in between um, Los Angeles and San Diego. So Orange County is kind of the the suburban area in between. Newport Beach is is kind of a nice upscale resort town. Okay. And I got I got lucky enough to grow grow up right there and started surfing at a young age um, and started competing at a pretty young age too. And when I was when I had my accident, I was competing on the qualifying series of the professional surfing tour. Wow. And kind of chase, just chasing my dream, trying to make it happen. Yeah. And I had had that freak accident down in San Diego. And right after it happened, I actually thought I was okay. It was a closed head injury. So I didn't fracture my skull or need immediate there's, surgery or anything. There was no blood. There's, yeah. Yeah. I was fine. I came in and kind of lapped it off and drove myself home. And then I had started having problems, sensitivity with light a few weeks later with my vision and fuzzy vision stuff like that going on and I was slurring my speech a little bit and um, not even soon after more like a month or so after I started getting bad pain in my head and pressurized feeling in my head and I just went downhill it went progressively worse and worse and worse until about six months later where I, I couldn't even get out of bed I was totally bedridden my head felt like it was going to explode yeah. and I didn't really know what to do so so how did you how did you come to see hyperbaric? Where did you find out about hyperbaric treatment? And where did you first of all where did you where did you find out about it? Yeah, um, I found out about it after I went to the Amen Clinics here in California. Um, they're located really close to where I grew up and where I live. Amen Clinics in Costa Mesa, California. Were they, is that, were they called Amen Clinics? Amen Clinics, yeah, A M E N Amen Clinics, and they they do the SPECT imaging. Okay. spec scans and i had one of those done um several years after i was i was just dealing with bad symptoms for for a long long time i did physical therapy and stuff which calmed some of it down yeah and i got got a little bit better but i was kind of plateaued and stuck at this level where i the pain in my head was the debilitating thing i, I was laying in bed most of the time and just taking painkillers and that was my life and then um a physical therapist of mine suggested I go to this aiming clinics and get a spec scan done of my brain. 
And I did that. And then <clears throat> they showed me a, a, a bunch of abnormalities in my brain and, and suggested the best thing to do for the pain I was experiencing would be hyperbaric oxygen therapy. So they were the ones that, that referred me to it. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So would you just so the other acting relieve the pain that just and uh and then that was that was your only was that your main symptom? My main symptom, yeah, my main symptom was was the headaches. And it was this weird pressurized feeling in my head too, where it just felt like my head was being squeezed in a vice and it was going to explode is what it yeah. felt like for years and years oh. and years. And as soon as I did one session, it just went away. It vanished on me. And I did about 50 sessions in a row, like oh. two, two times a day intensively for a whole month just to make sure I was recovering and make sure it was, it was getting better. And yeah, the difference was night and day after I did it. 
So, so did you just explain? I've never had preventive heart treatment. I've been I heard a lot about it. I've been suggested I should be something to try it, but not by me, doctor, physical therapist. But and but also, what what is it? What exactly happens? What do you what do you go through? They um the chambers are set up. Either they're like a hard shell chamber where it's kind of a glass tube where they slide you in, and they pressurize the chamber and they um, give you a oxygen mask with pure oxygen going into your nose and your mouth. And the pressure kind of jumpstarts your circulation. So it's a similar feeling of just taking off in an airplane, really. An airplane technically yeah. would be a pressurized chamber, you know, yeah. because you're, it's the same concept. So you feel popping in your ears and you're laying in this tiny little tube or they have soft shell ones too that are canvas that are like a kind of a big tent or sleeping bag almost that you're laying laying in and all you're doing there is just laying there for about an hour or so just chilling out you could doodle on your phone or some of them they have a tv screen and you could watch a movie really? and that's it you just lay there and let it happen and when an hour when an hour is up they'll they'll take you out and every time i do it i still feel like rejuvenated and better so it's still doing stuff to me so you you still later. you still do it? You still like do it like once a day or twice? I a do day? it. Yeah, right now I'm doing it about once a week. Um, okay. When I'm feeling good, I, I just recently had a minor little car accident too, mm. which kind of flared stuff up. Yeah. So that's why I've been doing it about once a week. But the past few years, I've been doing it only about once a month or so, just for maintenance. And okay. What do, what do you what do you do otherwise? Do you do like any, I mean, do you surf or do you yoga or swim or yeah, all of the above. <laughs> I oh, surf all the yeah. time still. Um, I train a lot still because I'm still still competing on on the qualifying series of the World yeah. Surf League. So I, I'm still training and surfing and I do lots of yoga. I have other injuries from the accident too. I had a neck injury. So I still do some physical therapy off and on. But mainly just the, the proactive stuff helps me. The just yoga and yeah exercise definitely helps me more than anything so do you ever do you ever meditate or do uh, oh yeah in the in the chamber yeah i've i've tried it a couple times in the chamber and i ended up falling asleep <laughs> but <laughs> i guess this and how long are the sessions in the chamber and they're um usually about 60 minutes right at an hour and okay. sometimes they can do an hour and a half no not usually longer than that about an hour to an hour and a half and the oxygen must make i mean I've heard that they in the casinos and stuff they pump in oxygen because it keeps people awake. But these the oxygen chamber doesn't keep you awake like the uh, because you fall asleep and you doing meditation in the chamber. Yeah, it's some of them are different than others. Like the I, the ones I've been doing lately are these smaller canvas soft shell ones, and they're they're easier to fall asleep in because they're kind of quieter. The big ones that are um, hard shell chambers, they're kind of big, more loud industrial things. So they'll yeah. they'll keep you awake. <laughs> <laughs> so the, 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 the surf scene in Southern California, I know it's, it's obviously huge, but I mean, so what does concussion, uh, is there much awareness of concussion risk or concussions like what to do after or? The, it's getting it's getting better now than it has been. Um, that that was the main goal of my foundation to yeah. have that surfer summit that we just had. Um, people are aware of of these things like hyperbaric oxygen therapy, and 
they're aware of concussions. More more high profile professional surfers than me, like I said, big big wave specialist guys have had brain injuries in recent years. So it's been in like surf media and surf industry uh, more prominently in the past few years than it has been in decades before. But a lot of work still needs to be done. Um, people people don't really take it as seriously as they should because even minor blows to the head, if you're, if they're repetitive, like we know they can develop into more serious things like CTE over long periods of time. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's important to take, to take it very seriously, but also to, you know, you're doing, continue to chase your, you know, just on this one pro qualifying circuit. So, so what, what age is, what age you could uh, say, the, the most of the surfers are there in their 20s or late teens or 30s. Like they that really that really have risk of obviously when you're in your 20s and 19, late teens, you risk greater risk of injury injury because you're you know more aggressive, more obviously reckless being you know, that kind of thing. But uh, definitely, yeah. A lot a lot of the younger guys, it's it's a whole age range from guys in their teens all the way into their 40s. Um, yeah. nowadays because you can have a long career surfing as long as you don't have a terrible accident um, it's pretty low impact otherwise yeah. if you're just surfing regular size waves it's mostly just water so you can have a really long career and do it into your 40s if you want to but yeah. the younger guys are the hardest ones to kind of talk to and get them to settle yeah. down and <laughs> and you know take stuff like concussions seriously but it, yeah. it is getting better and, and so it's so like when you, when you, and just regular, and you go out, say, surfing, like, I don't know if you're going to tell you or not, but like, you go when next time you're surfing or at any time. What, so what happens when you get, when you're on a wave and you get, and it doesn't, and you not say fall off, you just run normal, I, it's my normal wipeouts are, but normal wipeout. Like, what happens to your head, to your body in that moment when you're, falling? if you're surfing a regular size wave and you, and you fall, yeah. like kind of off balance yeah. you would probably kind of just get tumbled around a little bit underwater so it's not too bad really um that there is like an expression in surfing we have it's called taking it on the head which is kind of funny but it's yeah. it, that refers to being kind of stuck inside the waves if you catch a wave and you fall and then there's a bunch of waves coming after it and they're breaking right on top of you that would be called taking a few on the head because you're just repeatedly getting these waves um, thrashing your head around so that's that's kind of the thing i was trying to impress on people at this recent summit that if you're if you're doing that in, in stronger waves than probably normal size waves more like six to eight foot waves where there's obviously a lot of force throwing you around and it's breaking right on top of your head while you're prone yeah. and paddling back out that's probably more um, destructive i would think to your brain than just just falling having a wipeout and this happened like just hundreds of times a day to different people. Obviously, not the one person because hundreds of times. Oh, yeah, this what I guess. Well, how long would you, how many times would you say, go through a breaking wave on your way out to catch one? It, it depends on where you're surfing, but um, there's, there's certain spots like in Hawaii and Mexico, Indonesia, where the waves are a lot more powerful. So you could you could take up to like 10, 15 waves just, just like that, having to dunk under them. It's called duck diving when you're paddling back out. And you you could take about 10 to 15 right on the head in some situations. Wow. And you just have no other choice because you're yeah, you said, keep you're going. in a bad spot. Yeah. Wow. So and so you're also mentioning uh mentioned up your afternoon chambers, I see. 
which well, also mentioned uh, neurofeedback and sort of journey. I mean, you can talk about that, but also any other any other alternative treatments that you think that you wanted the the surf community to know about. Yeah, um, I've tried neurofeedback too. I, I still do that too occasionally. That helps me focus. It helps me with the the attention um, issues that I, I still kind of have lingering attention issues here and there. It's hard for me to focus for long periods of time. So what that does, it just helps me to calm down and, and focus um, more so than anything else. And then other treatments I've tried too. Um, I've tried craniosacral therapy, which is like manual physical therapy. Is that like, yeah. is that kind of like chiropractic or how does that Kind work? of, yeah, kind of chiro chiropractic focused along with like myofascial release focused yeah. um, manual therapy. And that, that's helped me a lot too. Um, and then also I've tried um, like cold laser therapy where they've done a, done it right on my brain before. So that's, I, that's just a cold, cold laser, but what does that mean? Like, it's like, it's a laser machine where they do an infrared laser beam. They'll, they'll do it all over your body for different inflammation issues um, and injuries and stuff. And I've had it done like a brain injury treatment on yeah. my brain. Um, and that, that actually worked pretty well too. It just kind of get rejuvenates my brain. It, gives, it makes me have a feeling of energy and, and calmness. And it just kind of, it's a, it's a strange thing to experience because it's just a little laser beam going right here on your forehead. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it, makes me feel better every time I do it. So well, interesting. That's, that's, that's important. Yeah. So do yeah. you have anything that you do on a daily basis to other than medical treatment or alternative medical treatment that would to, to try to stave off your symptoms or fight them off? I do a lot of yoga. Yeah. Um, a lot of, I, I do meditation, not quite every day, but I do it. And I do um, just a lot of general breath work too, um, like pranayama breathing and, and yoga breathing, stuff okay. like that. That that helps with surfing specifically too, just because it increases your lung capacity. And if you have a hold down, you're, you're held down underwater for a long period of time, that'll help. But I feel like it helps my brain too. It kind yeah. of regulates your whole nervous system. And Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm also like, I just started yoga in 2015, but which is now 12 years after my or 11 11 and a half years after my brain injury but uh still but i found i found it so good just the breathing and the, the movement did you find movement because i find this the moving and you know, swim i swim a lot swimming swimming is my major my main thing although i had just said no i haven't swam in a while this week a few days maybe but uh yeah yoga and swimming are the main, the main things I think are really the, just free movement to kind of do you find yeah, def definitely for me anything that creates kind of ease of movement where you're just concentrating and making it easy and yeah path of least resistance type of a stuff that that's what helps me the most yeah no that's what must be this December serving because I know like serving I know something I for me like I've trouble on my bit my balance and uh, I'm left side my left side is weaker and no coordinated and I don't walk well. I can't. I can't run or jump, or you know. So that and that, I find that that's been like so. Going for runs, angry. I can't can't go for run, but even before I didn't want to run. Like running, I never doubt. But uh, but I find that swimming is just parts. There's no impact and there's no gravity, which is all like serving. I know serving, there's gravity because it's the waves. 
and uh, and obviously saying the board is the tricky part, but like there's there's that it's a cushion because the ocean is still hard and got a life of its own, but it's just like the you feel like the science you can feel freer out there when you're in the water or, or in yoga when you're doing yoga, you feel freer because just moving feels more natural. Definitely, yeah. Even even back um like when I was still recovering and even still dealing with bad um headaches and stuff with my PCS, I would I would paddle out in really small waves. And just being in the water, and I would kind of float yeah. around next to my board and just mellow out like that. That nice. would actually help. I would consider that kind of like surf therapy <laughs> yeah. for me back in those days. But yeah, just being in the water makes makes it um, feel a lot better. But do you find do you have any other issues with your from your since your range, but with like balance or with double vision or with uh, as you said, your your focus obviously. I, yeah, I still have that. I still have a little bit of issues with vision. Um, my eyes, it's strange because when I look at an eye chart, it is, it's 2020. I can see all the black and white yeah. letters and everything, but I still have these glary streaks um, in my field of vision on both, in both eyes that I have damage to my optic nerves from my injury too. Oh, it's so. like when you're, when you're reading letters, do you see like kind of like a shadow? Um, yeah, I feel like I do. That's, that's called a, to the people that do visuals and 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 uh, vision people listening to this and they know exactly what I mean. And you have like a, a shadow on your yeah. So there's something like that. Astigmatism, but it's not astigmatism. Is it? No, nystigmus. Nystigmus. Okay. And uh, yeah, yeah. I I still I have something like that. I also have kind of like these glary fuzzy streaks too when I when I look. Oh, yeah. So it's. It that alone makes it hard to focus because it's yeah. annoying, you know. Yeah, no, so. I know because I think it's a good double vision, and that's can this house you can be distracting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've for now like 18 years, so yeah, fortunately, unfortunately, you used to it, but uh, more unfortunately, I guess, because it's life, right? But uh, yeah, so uh, so if you're gonna leave, you're at the uh. That was you. You did this two days ago. We had this this meeting with the server concussion and brain injury summit just two days ago. But uh, to leave to any, anybody who's listening to this or or watching your watching the summit on the Instagram, what would you say are the main takeaways you think for surfers in California or anywhere that just should know about concussion and brain injury and surfing? I think the main thing would be um, consider consider doing some of these alternative treatments as, as a preventative treatment, rather than trying to just prevent accidents from happening in the water when you're surfing. The ocean is so unpredictable. It's very difficult to do. I mean, don't be reckless, be responsible when you're surfing and do what you know to do, stay safe. But there's plenty of instances where you don't have much control over what's happening and accidents will happen. So I consider more preventative treatments, just like other athletes do when, when they know they're going to go out and play football, NFL players, you, you know, you're going to have impact with other people. So maybe consider treating yeah. it like, like what they do. I think that would be the main takeaway. Preparing your mind and your body for it. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thank you very much. And, uh, but Jake, uh, Anything else you'd like to say about uh, strength of pain or anything exciting you have coming up? Um, you could, everyone can check us out on Instagram um, at Strength and Pain Foundation. Our website is strengthandpainfoundation.com. 
check out the foundation. We, um, we post brain injury stuff every week just to keep a good social media presence going. So definitely check that out. And if you're a surfer, um, yeah, consider doing what I just said, taking preventions to make sure you don't, don't develop long-term issues with your brain. Well, thank you so much, Brian. This is very, 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 very helpful for for surfers and for anyone, anyone who's just thinking about just like uh, I, I was thinking of getting into surfing before my injury, and that didn't quite happen because of my injury. That didn't quite happen, happen at all. But uh, still, just still definitely an area which I find very. I think it's very interesting because it's just the love of the water. But uh, thank you so much, Brian, and uh, good luck. Just thank the main entity. See you in California. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me. Music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound. www.bensound.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.